This podcast is brought to you by GovInfoSecurity.com, the leading online publication for risk management and security professionals within federal, state, and local government agencies. A NIST Guide to Securing Data on the Public Cloud, Anxiety Over a Presidential Internet Kill Switch, and Seeking Out Future Cyber Warriors. These are the top stories from GovInfoSecurity.com for the week ending February 4th. Hello, I'm Executive Editor Eric Chabro. The National Institute of Standards and Technology issued new guidance on the safe use of the public cloud. The draft of special publication 800-144 is entitled Guidelines on Security and Privacy in Public Cloud. The report provides an overview of the security and privacy challenges for public cloud computing and presents recommendations that organizations should consider when outsourcing data, applications, and infrastructure. NIST senior computer scientist Tim Grants co-authored the report and says safeguarding data in the public cloud isn't much different from defending other types of IT. You know, the same advice we give for almost any deployment of IT technology, because it is still the right thing to do, is one should clearly understand and plan your security and privacy aspects of cloud computing before you do these things. You can take out the word cloud computing and put any major embrace of technology or keyhole you want to care. You always want to carefully plan security and privacy before you do those things rather than after you do them. And understand that the public cloud environment, what it is, and what your, know what your organizational security and privacy requirements are. You can find a copy of the draft guidance by going to GovInfoSecurity.com search engine and keyword 800-144. That's 800-144. The commotion over Egyptian President Hosni Mubarak cutting off Internet service to curtail his opponents from organizing online has raised concerns about Congress enacting legislation to give the president the power to shutter the Internet through the so-called Internet kill switch. But the Senate sponsors of proposed legislation to define presidential authority in dealing with a national emergency took exception to the linkage between the bill they plan to introduce shortly and what's happening in Egypt. Nothing could be further from the truth, so says a statement from the three senators, Joe Lieberman, Susan Collins, and Tom Carper. True, Their measure would give the president authority in a national emergency to cut off internet traffic to targeted critical IT infrastructures, such as the electric grids, to protect them from destruction. But the senators say their bill would forbid action that would violate the First Amendment and prohibit limiting internet traffic, emails, and other forms of communications. I'll be back after this message. Are you responsible for your agency's regulatory compliance program? Do cybercrime, data breaches, or endpoint security keep you up at night? Do you have any certifications which require continuing professional education credit hours? The solution to your problems may be the GovInfoSecurity.com Educational Webinar Library. You'll find plenty of courses that align with your core responsibilities. Visit GovInfoSecurity.com for more information on how to access these webinars. Welcome back. Cybersecurity, two years later. That's the name of a new report from the Commission on Cybersecurity for the 44th Presidency. It says much work still must be done 26 months after issuing its original study, just weeks after the 2008 presidential election. The original report presented recommendations by a panel of lawmakers, former government and military IT security officials, and cybersecurity thought leaders, and served as a blueprint for the president's cyberspace policy. The new report says it's not that the White House ignored its recommendations, it just got bogged down on other matters. It says cybersecurity unavoidably takes second place to more immediate concerns, such as wars and the economy. 
This is understandable, the commissioners say, but many important actions have been deferred despite good intentions. Finally, from our blogs, and an item about the future of securing America's critical IT with the responsibility being given to our children. The U.S. Cyber Challenge is a government and industry-backed not-for-profit with the goal of channeling students toward careers in IT security. It's primarily known for competitions and camps aimed at college students, but it just announced a new online contest targeting high schoolers. Karen Evans is the national director of U.S. Cyber Challenge, one-time de facto federal CIO, and a mom. And as a mother, Evans knows that introducing youngsters early in life to new interests could influence what they'll study in college and what career they'll pursue. As a parent myself, most of the decisions about what career tracks and how students proceed through the school system actually happen in the middle school levels. You want to get people and you want to get folks energized around science and technology and the opportunities that are available there, what you have to do is start piquing the interest and harnessing the energy back at that level because they start taking classes in the high school level that are science and technology oriented or going off in the path that they're going to go into. You do have to have a receiving end when they go into college so that the college uh, develops. Part of the challenge with the, the universities and the college system is you have to have demand. They change the curriculum based on the demand. So if you go back a step into the high school level, that's where the demand then will come and the universities will then also respond. Well, that's it for this week. I'm Eric Chabro. Have a pleasant weekend and a great week ahead. This podcast has been brought to you by GovInfoSecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research, and educational webinars, please visit www.govinfosecurity.com.